Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, our mild-mannered podcasters were bombarded by gamma rays, bitten by radioactive bugs, mutated by toxic waste, irradiated with cosmic rays, born into a world that doesn't understand them. Hello and welcome to the Comic Book Podcast, brought to you by the staff of Talking Comics. I am here with Steve Say. Yo, yo. Bradley Jones. Hola. Brian Verderosa. The Minnesota Vikings are horrible. And I am Bobby Shortle. And Brian, I think it might be because the Green Bay Packers are just that good. It's true. Mm-hmm. The I also am stealing terrible. things that Brad said moments ago and passing them off as my own. Pretty sure. that's But that's wow. standard, Brian. That's for the last 12 years. (laughs) Um, So we took a week off. We did a little revamping. uh, And we are back. Uh, So we've kind of changed things up a little bit here on Talking Comics. If you have been listening to the the first uh, four shows, uh, you've noticed that we've gone through like pretty much each book that we've read, um, done a little stuff about Walking Dead, and then kind of gotten uh, gotten out of here. But we've kind of changed it up. We've made it a more segment-based show. Uh, We streamlined it a lot. so we've got several segments for you guys, but before we get into the segments, um, how's everybody doing? Steve, how you doing? I'm doing pretty damn good, Bobby. Pretty good? Yeah. Pretty good? Uh, do you guys watch... We're not going to spend a lot of time on The Walking Dead today, obviously, but The Walking Dead did air last yes, night. Um, I want to ask everybody who's seen it, uh, what, what do you think of it? Steve, what do you think of Walking Dead? I, um, I, I loved it. I thought it was really, really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, I still want them to wrap a few things up. Right. But other than that, I think that the show uh, has, uh, I was a little shaky on it for a little bit, but it just, it seems to be getting back on my good graces. So I really enjoyed it. Cool. Brad, what about you? And by wrapping things up, you mean find Sophia already one way or another? <laughs> find the kid! Um, I, I loved it. I, I mean, nor- um, Daryl has become over the course of the season, my favorite character. So a whole Daryl episode was okay by me until I thought they were going to kill him off. Yes. And then I was going to be almost <laughs> as angry at The Walking Dead as I was with last week's Dexter. Right. So. Yeah. Um, but uh, I, I thought it was great, too. I think the last two episodes have really gotten on by, but feeling more like, to me, like a, a television show with a purpose. You know, like, oh, I kind of hated last week. Oh, really? I liked the sort of like, the whim, I guess I had a little bit of whimsy to it, you know, with the whole like thing stuck in the well and stuff, which I liked. Um, but... I really did enjoy this episode. I thought it was really cool. I, I the reveal at the end. Uh, I like that they're starting to do that stuff a little bit more. Um, I'm digging the personal relationships. I'm glad that like the whole Andrea thing is finally like resolving itself. Like when the thing happened that happened, I was like, "Good, <laughs> you deserve to get jolted out of your bitchdom." You know? Yeah. I'm happy for Maggie. Maggie is hot. True. She is a good looking woman. Yes. She's getting some Asian booty. Very much so. Yeah. Glenn's the man. Glenn's <laughs> the man. So, uh, yeah, so unlike last time when we talked to Walking Dead about for about 20 minutes, that's the end of our Walking Dead discussion. Uh, thank thank Christ. Yeah, for this week. Um, which leads us kind of into our first real uh, new segment. Uh, so instead of spending 
45 minutes talking about uh, the new, new 52 books that we're reading. We're instituting a new segment called uh, The New 52 in 52, where every week we're going to do like a really quick fire. One of us is going to do a really quick fire um, synopsis of what we thought about the uh, new 52 books that came out this week. Um, Brian is first on the docket for this responsibility. That's true. Um, so, Brian, I am going to um, get my oh, stopwatch ready. Stopwatch. I was going to say, are you going to clock it? I'm going to. I'm going to. I'm going to clock it. All right. So you tell, you, you tell me when to go, and we'll get we'll, we'll get this uh, the show on the road. All right. Are you ready? I am You're ready. Fifty-two seconds. So this is the new fifty-two. Or else somebody's gonna die. <laughs> this is the new fifty-two in fifty-two. Go. Hal Jordan and Sinestro kick some ass in Green Lantern 3 as we travel off of Earth. Batman Robin's cool tale involves the boy Wonder and his rebellion since birth. The squad de la suicide gets both double-crossed and a new leader. Nightwing shows Barbara, our Batgirl, just how much he needs her. Batwoman struggles with organizing her complex life that is double, while Superboy's writers have identity issues, which could prove loads of trouble. Demon Knight's pump to break shifts the character instead of war, and surprise, surprise, Deathstroke number three is a giant fucking bore. Big thumbs up for Resurrection Man, whose art is the best of the bunch, but Legion lost and its Wolverine clone's a bummer. We had a hunch. Mr. Terrific fails to dazzle, his smarts can't save the poor book grifter's interesting yet puzzling so there's intrigue but not yet not yet a nook if you pick up frankenstein agent of shade some gleeful carnage ensues i hope you all enjoyed listening to the 52 in 52 wow 51.9 seconds good job (laughs) brian dude you're doing it every week (laughs) that was pretty awesome that was good we hadn't heard that nobody's heard that yet except for brian that was great brian that was great it's really cool too because it it helps us um are you out on the balcony (laughs) <laughs> uh kind of get to know what each other thought of the books without us you know doing it laboriously mm-hmm. um so it was, it, it was fun so that was that was really great that was great brian that was really good good job it was exactly what i had in mind term limerick when we were talking about <laughs> it brian does a limerick <laughs> <laughs> i figured he'd rhyme something out you did. You were you'd wrap up a wrap a bit of review. <laughs> you lay down a beat. For, so yeah, um, that that was the um that was the week in the the DC New Fifty Two. But we we had more than just DC Comics this week. We did, and I think we'll get a little into that. Um, at least I will in our next segment, which is uh, I don't want everybody to think we're just gonna not talk about comic books at all on the show. So our next segment is our book of the week segment. So each one of us is gonna talk about our favorite book of the week, which could be a DC book, could be a Marvel book, could be anything um done in my book idw whatever um so uh brian yeah what was your book of the week now we haven't talked about this before and so if someone takes somebody else's book of the week it's gonna be a it's gonna be disastrous disastrous i'm pretty it sure ha- that's what it has to be a comic book though right yes comic yeah, books yes. it can't Damn. be 11 <laughs> i'm uh, i'm fairly certain that i'm gonna share this with at least one of you but my favorite book of the week was the avenging spider-man number one mm-hmm mm-hmm I, I hear the quietness in Bobby that he's he's getting ready to rage. I have to I have to look up another book. <laughs> uh, well, this is new book that we we kind of didn't even know was happening, and I picked it up. It's a number one. Why not? And it was awesome. It, yes, it, it just, was. It, it kicked ass. It was it was hilarious. Um, the art was really like genuine to the uh, the action vibe that 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 book's going for. Uh, but it had this spirit of fun throughout, and I haven't read a Spider-Man book in years, you know. Uh, but I'm 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 in. It's uh, it's a ton of fun. Yeah, I completely agree with you. Um, 
it was funny. We, uh, we had a meeting earlier this week, and one of the things we talked about was that we don't really talk about anything else but DC books, and like no one's covering a Spider-Man book, and we're kind of like, let's look up what comes out next week. And there's a book called Avenging Spider-Man coming out that none of us know about. <laughs> Holy shit! Yeah. <laughs> so we decided to pick it up. Um, and Spider-Man is, you know, my favorite superhero overall, and I was not disappointed. I was scared going into it because there's a lot of continuity to deal with. Right, uh, there's stuff I've I haven't read a Spider-Man book, and I can't tell you how long. Like a mainline Spider-Man book, um, J. Jonah Jameson's the mayor of New York City. Like uh, apparently, Spider-Man's just g- gaining back some powers that I think he lost during the whole Spider Island event that was happening. You know, he's part of like two superhero teams, um, and I didn't know any of this really. I knew, but the first a the Marvel does a great job of a savvier job of bringing in new readers with that first page that's kind of like, this is who Spider-Man is. This is who Red Hulk is. Because I didn't even know that Thunderbolt Ross was the Red Hulk. Um, and full then, disclosure. Full disclosure. And then they did this, the, the first like two pages is Spider-Man basically monologuing to himself like he does in books normally, but basically explains to you what's going on. You know, and it brought us right in. You're right, Brian. It's It's hilarious. Um, it, it's quippy. There's some great panels. There's that fir- the thing that sold me about it is there's this panel at the beginning. There's this giant robot, and Spider-Man goes, "Let's call a spade a spade. I'm not taking down the giant robot." <laughs> and that's just a great Spider-Man line, you know. Um, so I share your book of the week, Brian. I do want to I'll give an honorable mention to um, Ultimate Spider-Man number four, Ultimate Comic Spider-Man number four, which I also read, which was also dynamite. First time he gets in the suit, um, his real kind of his real true kind of why I'm a superhero origin story. And it was really, really great. Bendis is, was really working at the top of his game. So I thought that was awesome. Um, Brad, what's your book of the week? My book of the week um, is Mr. Terrific. <laughs> and not because it was terrific, <laughs> but because I don't ever have to read it again. <laughs> it is, it's the opposite of terrific. In fact, it's a steaming pile of, of everything I hate about comic books. And it was just awfulness from from the first time I picked it up. It was one of those, and if you read my review on the website, I compare it to Scooby-Doo in that you get to the end and you have no idea how you got to the end. And then Mr. Terrific, Mr. Terrific goes on this like random monologue of, well, I used my scientific powers to reverse the uh, quantum flow. like, And it just goes on and on. In utter moronic nonsense, for for panel after pa- it it just was the most retarded thing, and I hate saying that word, but it was retarded. Maybe, maybe I wasn't reading it right. Maybe the tone wasn't there, but it seemed to me in your review that you were kind of like, ah, you know, it could have been better. It's not very good, but it, you know, I, I like the idea, and you, know, you seemed a lot nicer about it in print. I don't know. I felt like I was pretty harsh about it. <laughs> okay. Um, I, does it I get your stamp it. of poop, Brad? It it is. No, it is. It's not a stamp because it, that that poop is too diuretic to be a stamp. <laughs> oh, no. it, it gets like the eternal flush. It is done. I'm not reading it again, and you can't make me. <laughs> eternal flush. All right. So, Mister Terrific, Brad's too too bad for a stamp of poop. It gets the eternal flush. It's the flush. <laughs> it's the eternal flush. Steve. I had a lot of good books this week. Yeah? I did. What's the best one, though? The best one, my favorite, was Resurrection Man number three. 
Resurrection Man was awesome uh, this month. It was taking everything about the character that we've learned so far and just cranking it up. Um, You may or may not know Resurrection Man, it's pretty much in his name, Mm -hmm. that when he dies, he comes back with a new ability and kind of like embedded in his brain is a new purpose as to what he's supposed to be doing with that ability. And in this issue, the guy dies like three times. So you get all this like like round robin of all these different powers that he's using. And it's really cool that the powers that they give him don't necessarily like they, they move the story forward, but they're not used as a crutch to tell the story. They just kind of fit right in there. Uh, a lot of reveals come from the, uh, the villainous side of the, of the story and you find out what their deal is. Some of the artwork is just absolutely spectacular. Uh, there's two pages in particular that were just wonderful. Anyway, uh, out of all three times that I've I've been able to read this uh, this hero, this is definitely the best one. And if you weren't a fan of him beforehand, I definitely suggest that you pick this one up because it is wild. So I really I got a question it. for you, yeah, Steve. Like I've never really been familiar with the character. Um, it, let's say he has flight as a power, right? He, 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 he dies and wakes up. He's got flight. The next time he dies, if he has invisibility, does he lose flight? Yes, he does. Yeah. Okay, so he basically just has, he's, he's like a disposable camera. Yeah, well, see, what's going on now is that when he dies, he's actually waking up in this place where he's surrounded by what looks like chalk outlines of many of the thousands of times that he's died before. And mm-hmm. they're kind of trying to like mend, like blend in this otherworldly aspect of the book, kind of like a like a purgatory or a limbo for him. And um, some really good dialogue between him and this entity that's there, kind of hosting him. And the book, I, what I like the most about the book is that it's constantly changing. So it gets a huge thumbs up from me. Awesome. If he uh, wakes up with a terrible power. Is he like fuck this and then kills himself? He can, yes, <laughs> he can. He could be, yeah. You know, oh, I can blow bubbles. Yeah, I have the power to make silk panties with my mind. Or you know, just like keep killing himself until he finds a power that suits the situation to yeah. get him what, out of trouble. What if he wakes up with invulnerability? Uh oh. Then he's gonna apparently try to stay alive as long as he can. I guess. Yeah. He's like, I'm Jubilee. No. <laughs> <laughs> This stupid fucking coach. This situation calls for some fireworks. <laughs> you can always use more fireworks. It, absolutely. It helps. It helps. Or Dazzler. Either one. I like Ooh. the way for you. <laughs> All right. So I think that's it for the uh, book of the week segment. Um, if you guys want to see any of the other reviews we did this week, obviously go to TalkingComicBooks.com and you can see all the reviews for the week. Um, but let's stay with Steve here. Uh, Steve has this is another segment we're doing, which is um, we're all reading DC, uh, some Marvel stuff, um, but Steve uh, has a more independent, off the beaten path, off the beaten path. Um, uh, I'm, 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 I'm into some weird stuff. I like to read a little bit of everything. I'm not afraid to go exploring. Yes, and that's uh, kind of what this is about. So yeah, so uh, everybody, let's go exploring with Steve. Come with me. We're gonna we're gonna uh this this uh episode we're gonna shotgun three books really quick. Um a book from Vertigo that I picked up that is a one hundred page spectacular, but it's also a number one. So I'm a little confused. But uh it's called My Faith in Frankie 
and it's written by uh, Mike Carey with art by Sonny Liu and uh, Mark Hempel. And pretty much what it is, is it's a tale about a girl who is, she's given a god as an imaginary friend who basically is is cast out and he needs to find someone who is basically faithless. So what better way than to find an infant child that you can raise as your own and they see you as a god. Basically, he follows her through her adolescence and uh, helps her get good grades, saves her from embarrassing moments, so on and so forth. But as she's getting older, she starts to kind of distance herself from her a little bit. He kind of meddles in her relationships, and it's about time that she goes off on her own. And the only thing is, is that once you stop needing the, the deity that's following you around is that they start to lose their power and they start to, you lose your faith, they lose who they are. So basically, in a little bit of a switcheroo, they bring an old character back into her life and it really puts things into into peril for the relationship of Frankie and the deity. Um, really quick, just a, a really, really wonderful book. Um, I really didn't expect to like it as much as I did, but it was a nice, like, light read. You don't always have to read a comic that's mm-hmm. got all kinds of blood and guts and weird stuff in it. So it was a blind buy. I'm really happy that I bought it. Very, very cool. Uh, I recommend it if you want to, you know, check out something a little different. The tone, it, it, the tone is, is the tone light or is the tone? Yeah, the tone's light, but it's like, it's like quippy and it's funny. Okay. Yeah. Um, the, the writing's really sharp, the, the personality of the characters and, um, the end, like the, the end of the book has a very, very satisfying ending. Like you're, you're really like when I put it down, I smiled. So, right. Um, up next is a book that is actually a, it's going to be a six parter and it's put out by image. It's called the strange talent of Luther Strode. Absolutely awesome awesome book uh any fan of kick-ass will absolutely love this book it's pretty much about two high school students one of them is you know your typical loser never gets the girl the whole uh underdog thing and what he does is he actually comes across a uh a pamphlet called uh it's like like the the manual of hercules or something like that and what he doesn't know is that there's these like sentient beings that had actually written the book and one special person who ends up reading it, it will imbue them with abilities that are, you know, superhuman strength and uh, kind of like a spidey sense kind of thing. So it's basically kick-ass where you have the underdog who becomes a stronger person, superhero, bigger personality. Um, lots and lots and lots of blood, lots of torn limbs stuffed down their throats with the fists poking out of the neck people thrown into fan blades it's absolutely awesome no it's (laughs) so it's so good it's like the fourth page too when i was reading this and i opened it up there's this huge double panel of this hotel room that is just blood. it was so awesome it was what made me buy the book i was like oh this looks cool yes so it really, uh, it's a good, it's a good, good read. Um, if you, like I said, if you liked Kick-Ass, if you like those like redemption tales of the little guy that gets to be the big guy. But also what I love about Luther is that he doesn't want to be the big badass. He just wants to continue being Luther. Mm-hmm. He, he likes the powers, but he doesn't like what they're doing to him. He doesn't want to become the people that have been torturing him. He's like, I know that I can kick their ass, but I don't want to. 
but people keep on provoking him and keep on putting him in situations because they're threatened by him in order where he displays his powers and it just it it goes insane uh i've read the first two issues i'm totally hooked i can't wait to see what they do with the december issue it's gonna be awesome uh and real real quick do i have time yeah you have time go ahead Okay, then. Uh, the last book that I have is a rather strange one. Uh, how I came across this one, real quick, I was in the comic book store. Everybody was kind of huddled around this book talking about it. It's from a writer named uh, Sam Humphreys. He's written uh, books for a series called Scalped. He's written for Wolverine and Ghost Rider. And the general feeling that I got off this book was that it was really, really, really weird. And everybody in the store wanted to check it out, but was afraid or embarrassed to buy it. So I turned around and I said, I want that book. Mm -hmm. It even came in its own little uh, sheet to cover the back of it, which I don't understand because it's just Give me three copies. Right. (laughs) Look at my balls. So anyway. (laughs) I'm buying it. It's a book. It's a one-shot book uh, put out by Image, and it's called Our Love is Real. Pretty much what it is is a dystopian future where the laws of sex are pretty much out the window. There's been an AIDS vaccine and everybody's clean now, but the human race has gotten bored, I guess, with having sex with people. So people start to have sex with plants, start to have sex with their dogs, they start to have sex with robots, and they even start to have sex with rocks. So... Check that, you bought four copies. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) Sex with rocks? But here's the thing. It's really, really well written. The art's very cool. And there's no like pornographic material. There's no like visuals of people doing it with dogs. There's no nudity. There's no nothing. It's really a story about like the state of, of people and what types of relationships they can have that they won't be judged for. And let's just say it's it's a very, very, very strange book. But by the end of it, I don't believe you. <laughs> no, it's got like it's got a really, really poignant ending that really says something about relationships between human beings. And I really enjoyed it. It was really strange. Not nearly as strange as everybody was making it out to be when I bought it. Even when I brought it up to the counter, they were like, "You do know what you're buying, right?" And I'm like, "I hope so," because I heard it was really fucking weird, and I want to read it because I I like to check things out. I'm curious. Anyway. If you like, like, independent, really off-the-beaten-path, uh, this guy's on fire right now. A lot of websites are talking about him. Uh, the book is called Our Love is Real. It's a one-shot. Uh, if you got four bucks and, you know, ten minutes of you time, definitely uh, definitely pick it up and give it a read. <laughs> doesn't sound right, A Steve. bottle of lotion and a couple of <laughs> tissues. You was, will love this book. It was cool. Your love will be real. Oh, yeah. Maybe a rock or two. <laughs> little pumice stoned. Uh... Yeah, well, you know, apparently sex with crystals is very satisfying. All right. I don't know how really? to segue from that to anything else. Uh, but that was our exploring with Steve. <laughs> Join us next week when I bring you deeper into the rabbit hole. <laughs> um, so that's it for uh, our exploring with Steve segment. And now we're going to we've decided to do really um, every week we're going to do a topic of the week. And uh, this week we decided to do some, uh, the topic is going to be digital comics versus print comics. Um, And we'll be back with that topic right after this. Do you know what happens to a toad when it's struck by lightning? Just sounded like the beginning of that uh, Bjork song. Um, The hell is it? The weird one? (laughs) All of them. (laughs) Uh, I can't remember it now. 
Oh, I miss you. The one that was done by Spumco, the Ren and Stimpy artists. Oh, okay. It's I was awesome. like, boy, I don't understand any of the words that you're saying right now. <laughs> you never saw the book, dude. You never saw the Go fuck a rock. Go play in your back room. Oh, your love is real. It is. Your love is Every real. week. Your love is real. All right, we're back with our topic of the week, which is digital versus prints. Um, so I know that. Uh, we're kind of uh, split here uh, uh, in this thing in, in our own podcast. So let's go around quick. And uh, Steve, how do you get your comics? I go to get my comics at Fourth World Comic Book Store in Smithtown, New York. Okay, we, we didn't ask for an ad. They're not sponsoring our podcast. No, not yet. Unless they want to. <laughs> uh, no, I, I, I buy all of my comics uh, in you know print form. I like having the tangible book. In my hands, I love the idea. My house is filled with stuff. Okay, okay, Mister Talkie Talkie. We'll get to that. Okay, <laughs> trying to go around the room. You first. asked. I know. I just said how you got them, not why you got them that way. Brian, how do you get them? I go to Newberry Comics in Buckland Hills Mall. They definitely won't sponsor us. They're much <laughs> too big to sponsor us. Uh, no, I do, I, I do hard copies, but mainly because I don't have uh, a tablet or an e-reader. Okay. And I w- we'll and we'll get to that, but I do buy hard copies. And Bradley. Um, I use my uh, my Samsung Galaxy S2 Skyrocket from AT and T, and the Comixology app, which uh, is pretty excellent. Now it's got um, Marvel NDC, and it's all like, what 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 is it called? Like digital to date or same, something same like same day and date with print. You mean day and date? Yeah. yeah. So they come out the same day. I'm not missing anything and I don't have to go anywhere. Right. Um, I get mine also digitally, uh, from my Apple iPad two 16 gig Wi-Fi model only. Um, <laughs> the, the black one, the silver one, sorry, the silver one, by the way, uh, Bobby, Bobby, where did you get that device? I'm a target <laughs> target. You say, Ta- ta- yes. Uh, Target. Target. Pay more, get less. Isn't that what it is? <laughs> um, yeah, so that's how, I, and I re- also use the Comixology app as well. Um, and so I, I wanted to kind of get into the fact that, like, what we think of the, about, I mean, I love reading comics on my iPad. I, I, it, first of all, it's about the size of a comic book panel, so it works out pretty well. I don't have to go anywhere, like Brad said. Um, and, you know, I, I don't have to worry about them not having something or, you know. Uh, question. Yes. When you're reading them on your your tablet or device of choice, what happens when you have like one of those like double like those awesome double panel pages? Do you get to see both, or you have to flip it and kind of just piece them together? No, it uh it it kind of displays it as like a uh, sideways page. So you well, to- let's discuss real quick uh, how do you, how digitally are you reading your comics? Like, are you using the oh, what yeah. is it called the active guided view? Guided view, yep, yep, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, no, uh, on the tablet, um, I read them, um, you know, like I'm reading a regular comic. Just basically, oh, each okay. is a page, and I flip because the tablet is big enough where I don't have to. There are a few times where I have to zoom to see um, smaller uh, word bubbles because it is slightly mm-hmm. smaller than than a page and a, a paper page. Um, but no, I don't use the guided view because it, I don't need to. Um, but Brad, you do. You're doing it on a phone, albeit a very large screened phone. It's an enorm- It's like a tablet phone. Yeah, um, but do you use Guided View? I do use Guided View, and let me tell you, I really like it because I feel Can like. Can you explain it- what that means? Guided View is where you, you know you go forward, left or right, depending on where you're touching on the screen. Left or right is forward or backwards, mm-hmm. 
And as you're going forward, the the panel will move the way your you would your eye would read a comic if you had the book in front of you. Yeah. Um, and on like a full page kind of spread, you'll see you know the different corners as you would read it, and then it pulls back and shows you the full like the full page spread or like a two page spread, however it would be. Yeah. So like with Swamp Thing, for example, that is filled with beautiful full page panels that have these montages of insanity in them, you'll like zoom in to like these particular like what could normally be a single panel and then pulls back and you see the complete composite of the page. Right. And it's cool. It's kind of like in some ways it's like fast forwarding a movie frame by frame. <laughs> I, I guess like I, I don't know not fast forwarding but like like going through a movie frame by frame yes, okay <laughs> and, and I, I don't know I kind of like the the I, I like the way I'm absorbing the story that way mm-hmm. instead of like I, I read fairly quickly like I can get through a big book in a couple of days and and this kind of like forces you mean a real me book, to spend right? yeah, a real book, a you real mean a book. comic, okay, a real book. Like I, I mean, I can read a comic book in like three minutes, right? It, it, but and not absorb a single thing. And this forces me to to really spend time in every panel and mm-hmm. and every piece of artwork. So That's I do cool. like that aspect of it. Yeah, I'm not. I'm, I definitely. I've read some of my books that way when I first got the iPad. I was reading it that way. Um, and I what I like about it is that sometimes. When there's really complicated pages, I get a little confused about like what panel in what order I'm supposed to read. We so, all do. Yeah. So sometimes I'll read a panel like that doesn't make any sense, and I go, oh, right. Or I'll see something I don't. And another thing too is like when you're flipping, like you can't help it. Your your eye automatically looks at the whole page, and so sometimes mm-hmm. you see things that are like kind of like spoilers, you know, uh, before they happen. And the guide of you does help you get around that as well. Um, but I, 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 do, I really like that feeling of like flipping to a page and seeing like first thing you see is like crazy big panel, you know, of like, you know, with something insane in it. Like that Superman panel in, in uh, Justice League 3 where he, you know, he's like ripping off, off the Green Lantern chains or whatever. Um, but I mean, I, I think, uh, and I think, Brad, you'll agree with me, I, I really like reading them digitally. Yeah, I do too. You know, I don't re- like, I, I think, you know, I have collected things before. I have a lot of DVDs. Yep. You know, um, and I'm not against the collection by any stretch and I will not not judge. However, I have already I've chosen my collection of choice. Right. And I can't I I have no room for for a a comic book insanity collection. I'm I'm, I'm with you on that. Um, But I, I, I used to be that way, too. That's part of it is that when I was younger, I needed to have everything. And they, they all need to be in their stacks. And it was important to me. It's not anymore. Like when I buy these books week to week, half of them I'm giving away to my friend's kids, mm-hmm. you, you know, because I, I think that's cool. if They can you know read comic books. But, you know, have, having them somewhere in my room doesn't really do it for me anymore. Right. Uh, but like I said, I don't have a tablet. I don't have a device. I mean, I have an iPhone. I could read. Comicsology is on the iPhone. No, absolutely. I, I could read them that way, but I, I kind of want something larger. The iPhone screen is a little too small for me to read a comic mm-hmm. book. I will agree with you on yeah. that. I also like that I have the whole collection of what, like, you know, if I'm like, what the fuck did I just read last month? Like, <laughs> I, well, 
this Batman book, not that it's confusing, but I need I need a little refresher. It's there's a boop 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 boop, and I go back and I'm on my last one, and I just click to whole collection, mm-hmm. and it and it's very easy for me to flip to my last last book or, or a different book. Or no, something. and that's great. Yeah, that's a good point, Brad. I, I I feel that same way too. Like especially like especially if the book I'm not really into that we're reading I'm reading for review. Sometimes I'll open it and I'll be like, I do not remember a thing that happened in the last issue. And yep. instead of having, not that it's, it's the ultimate laziness, I have to go and take a book off my shelf, but maybe I'm like out, you know, and I'm like, I gotta look at Red Lanterns number two and see what happened at the end. Oh, right, they're doing this, okay? And it's really snappy and easy. The other thing too about the collection thing is like, I don't have the room to collect anything else. You know, I'm even getting squirmy about the stuff I already have. So the, the thought of having more physical stuff with me that, and I think about in the future when I have to move apartments in, in the future and I'm like, oh my God, I can't, it's such a pain in the ass to move all this stuff, you mm-hmm. know, and it's like, it's clutter. Where am I going to put it? I don't have room in my bookshelf. I have to create a new, another space for this stuff. Um, and so I just, it doesn't appeal to me anymore. Like, it's just like the music thing. Like there was a while it took me to be like, okay, I'm going to start putting all my, all my music digitally. And now I don't even think about it anymore. You know, mm-hmm. it's like, of course I'm getting it digitally. So I feel like that's the way I'm going at that. I mean, Brad, you and I both have Kindles, you know? That's true. And I've stopped really buying physical books. I mean, I'll buy ones every once in a while if I want something to put on my shelf because it's something that's really important to me, you know? But, I mean, I've never even thought at all about buying the new Stephen King book physically, you know? <laughs> Well, no. In fact, it was his last Stephen, the last Stephen King book that really persuaded me to get a Kindle in the first place. <laughs> right, uh, under the dome, right? Under the dome, yeah. thirteen hundred pages of backbreaking schlepping. <laughs> yeah, like a Bible. It's excellent. I, I gotta go put this in my locker. <laughs> but it's like I've got a bag, and it's the only thing I can carry. In right. It. Mm-hmm. But Steve, you are a collector. I love the clutter. You buy so much, so <laughs> many books. You buy so many more books than any of us every week. I do. Um, you always bring them over, bag and boarded for the most part, at least bagged. Yes. Most of the time, boarded. Um, they're all boarded now. Oh, they're all boarded now. They're all boarded. Um, baby. Sometimes you, you bring a whole box over most of the time. Yes. Um, why do you prefer uh, print over digital? It's well, how e- many books would you say that you have before we get into the oh, yeah. why? Good idea. How many comics do I have? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'll g- give me like a general ballpark figure. Uh, I, it's just the one box. Right, I have you really uh, just started though when we started yeah, doing like this. Yeah, when we when we started oh, okay. the the podcast and the website, I started to recollect. But you would you would be amazed at what I've accrued just since we started doing this because you have to keep in mind that I bought all of my assigned books and I bought a lot of books that you guys were all reading because I you know I read it or I read your review mm-hmm. and I started reading them myself. Um, for me, I just. I love having the the physical thing. I'm not opposed to going digital. I just I don't have I don't have the patience and I certainly don't have the strong back that I used to to sit at my desktop computer and flip through pages on my comic book reader. I tried doing that in the beginning for like Wonder Woman 1 and and so on and so forth and it just didn't work for me. I like have I love going to the comic book store to see what people are reading. I love talking to the staff there because where I go, they're very up to date. They know what's going on. And I get a lot of like my recommendations and I get to see books I didn't realize were coming out. So um, I probably have about, I'd say like maybe what, like 150, maybe 200 books in that box, just like individual. I have a lot of um, like graphic novels and trades 
uh, volumes and such. I have about maybe two bookshelves worth of that kind of stuff at my house. Um, I'm actually going to be uh, rearranging a room in my house to to house all of my collections. I think I'm going to consolidate it to one room and uh, get the living room a little bit less showy. <laughs> So, uh, but I'm a, I'm a big, I'm a big, uh, fan of collecting my movies, every, everything that I get into, I get into in a really big way. Mm-hmm. It's kind of obnoxious, <laughs> but I, I love, I don't know. I, I like being able to be like, oh, you didn't see that yet here, take it, you know, just mm. bring it back or die. So, you know, <laughs> it's very intense. <laughs> well, you I haven't have some, seen I that have yet. Some really bad news about your fear and loathing Blu-ray. <laughs> Oh yeah, <laughs> I'm just I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. You better be too. That's my second favorite movie he, in the world. He just made a like that, you know, the thumb across the neck motion. <laughs> um, yeah, I mean that's interesting to me because like I, I and honestly like I know I know how you feel. I because I used to feel that way about a lot of stuff. You know, I used to be crazy about like my movies and like the, the state they were in, and I used to get upset when I bought a movie at Best Buy and it had like that sticker on the actual like. You know the sticker on the um the the the, the uh, sleeve yeah that oh, when yeah. you peeled it off it le- it leaves like the residue on there. Oh, don't even get me started on that, dude. Oh my <laughs> god, so many special editions have been ruined because they're gummed up and they stick to other DVDs on the shelves and yeah. stuff like that. And I totally I and I was there with you and and like I, at one some point I I don't know when it was I was just like I can't do this anymore I can't commit this mental real estate to it but I understand that that want and that to have the collection because I think it's cool. Don't get me wrong. I don't worry. I love that you buy the books. Cause it means I get to read the books that you read. <laughs> <laughs> um, I also enjoy, like I enjoy the ride to, to the comic book store yeah. like every Wednesday. I mean, I don't have like a job job per se. And so when Wednesdays come around and I know that like I get up in the morning, I have my coffee, I eat breakfast and I go to the comic book store mm. and they know me in there by now. So when I go there, it's, it's fun. Yeah. I mean, that's one of the things I, I, I kind of lament a little bit. Is that I don't get that experience. So like, like you said, like you mentioned the book in your in your segment that you only bought because you heard you saw people crowding around it. Right. Like I wouldn't. I would never have it. I would never do that. You know. Right. Like everybody was, you know, like oh, oh, and I'm like, oh, hmm. <laughs> right. Yeah. Exactly. Which I think is is interesting and cool. You know. That's um, how I do. <laughs> yeah. I mean, same. Uh, anybody else have anything to say, Brian? What is your experience like when you go to the comic book store? I mean, you you pretty much it's, go to the same comic every. Yeah. Story. It's uh. It's 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 been interesting because. The first few weeks, you know, the the the, uh, the the manager of the place would always be there, and uh, he'd go, you know, what, what's the last name? And I'd give it to him. The last time I went, he was like, "Hey, Brian," <laughs> and and he and he, like, I went to go look at uh, some CDs, and I turned around, and my books were on the counter. Right. Uh, I was like, "That is so cool." Yeah. <laughs> and uh, and like ball. you know, every every now and then there's not one there that's supposed to, that, that that should be, or there's one there that's not supposed to be. I'm like, I don't care. You guys do most of the work for me, and you give me an awesome discount. Mm-hmm. You know, it's twenty. They, they pull my books for me every week, and it's twenty percent off, not just of my books that I've signed up for, but also anything else I grab that day. Right. Yeah, I get that too when I go to the store. It's awesome, and that's great. I mean, it's also the thing too is that, I mean, we'll talk. I want to talk about pricing a little bit in like its own thing because I think that's a big discussion in itself. But the truth is, like, we're buying them digitally, and. Yeah, like, you know, your your issue of Action Comics number two is probably never going to be worth anything. Not really. You know, but like, it's still it's still physically printed on something. So it's worth something. You know, like the digital file is worth nothing. Right. And I still pay right. the same amount of money for it that you pay for your physical copy. Right. You know, so there's... And if that. your iPad gets run over, I mean, you can, 
you can go onto the Comixology website and read it or something like that. Yeah. But I think uh, another thing too is that if you have like the physical book, let's just say for argument's sake that you don't like it, but somebody else is a fan of that hero or so well, like you know, oh, I wish I was like, well, I don't really dig this. If you know, do you want it? Sure, mm-hmm. and then you can just you can give them the book, right? And it's it's still in its infancy, so I'm hoping that much like what's happened in the last like year or so with the Kindle thing, which is you can lend books to other people with Kindles now, um, mm-hmm. and now there's like a rental service. If you're part of Amazon Prime, you can actually like check out books on your Kindle, like a huge library of books for free. Um, for it's like seventy bucks a year to be on Amazon Prime, you get all these other things with it, you know. Um, I'm hoping that kind of happens with the digital stuff as far as comics go. I'm also hoping that. They, when they, um, they updated the iOS for Apple, they have something called Newsstand, which is the thing where you can subscribe to magazines and stuff, which is a little annoying because it sits there and you can't put it in a folder and like I don't have anything in it, so I don't care. I hope that, like, let's say I want to read Action Comics every month, that I can be mm-hmm. like, okay, Action Comics is in my newsstand. It's just going to download, charge my credit card every month, the, the four bucks, put it in there. You know, like what? Oh yeah, you know. So I, I, I didn't even think about that. That that hasn't happened yet. You know, so so when I when I want it, when it's when it's ready to go, it's immediately on my phone or my iPad or whatever, and I can right. just look at it. You know, it's like having a pull list, like digital sub, digital subscriptions. Yeah, which they don't do for comics yet, but it's like you know having a pull list in the comic book store. Like I go to go to comic mm-hmm. go. This is my pull list. You know, boop 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 on my iPad. I don't have to worry. Is, is it coming out at one fifty five? Because that's the thing about DC books on 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 Comicsology is they don't come out until two p.m. Um, the Marvel books says not the same thing. Marvel books come out in the morning, or I think at noon or eleven, and Image and stuff goes up like almost right away. Um, so that's something I I, I I want them to get right. But I mean, it's still obviously it's still day and date digital stuff mm-hmm. has only been this year really they started doing it in the last like six months or so. So, well, and you can also from the app um, buy and and have it shipped to you the the paper the you know the physical copy yes. of the book too. Yeah, for the same price. Right. Yeah, and you, yeah, you can, and, and the cool thing that Comicsology does too is that they have like this uh, find a comic book store thing where like they'll they'll that's sh- my favorite thing <laughs> where they'll actually show you where a comic book store is and uh, you know comic stores are again another thing we're going to talk about as a topic probably later on but um, I think that uh, we're pretty ready to wrap up this discussion about yeah. digital versus printless. Anybody has any closing uh, statements to make? No, I think we're good. Bradley, you good? Um, yeah. I mean, the short story is while well, digital works for me. I I think it's exciting that there's at least options, and uh, I think that however you read them, you should read them I think and it's continue that, reading them. I think it's good that they're still printing stuff, because a lot of stuff is moving into digital, and we might not have that after a while. I mean, that's true, well, yes. Well, and truth be told, if I didn't have the digital abilities that I have, I, I don't know if I would be even a part of this experiment that we've got going on. Mm-hmm. So, right. so for me, like I appreciate that 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 because it totally works for me. It works for my lifestyle. Like I don't, I don't really have the time to go to a comic book store every week, and and pick up and uh, and pick up the, you know, x amount of issues every week. So, but cool. but yeah. Nice. This was a good topic. Yeah, it was a good topic. Um, so that's it for our topic of the week. Um, uh, next up. We have a little bit of uh, email to get to email. Talk about. email. We're finally getting to to reader and listener. Uh, it's true. Listen, <laughs> listener uh, comments. Yes. Let's um, do it. Let's do this email business. Um, so our first one is from Raj. Um, again, this was sent a couple weeks ago, so it might be a little. We'll talk about things we already talked about, but let's just. Well, we haven't talked about it yet, so we're gonna do them. A, we're gonna do them a solid. Um, 
Uh, he says, first of all, good start to the show and congrats on somehow surviving all 52 issues in one episode. Thank you very much, Raj. I appreciate it. Um, Barely. I fell asleep in the middle of Brian. So. <laughs> well, let's be fair. I always fall asleep when Brian's talking. So. Oh, there you go. Ooh. Why do I even hang out with you guys? I don't, I don't understand. <laughs> Um, secondly, uh, this is about Batman Year One. Batman Year One is DC's strongest movie in their animated lineup. I really think this is one of their strongest divisions, and it's great to see every movie gets the attention to, in the detail they deserve. The trailer for Justice League Doom looks epic and follows the DC tradition of balancing out the story-driven movies, Year One, Under the Red Hood, with the slugfests of 60 minutes of cartoon action awesomeness. Um, and uh, actually, I haven't seen the trailer for uh, Justice League I. Doom. I'll have to check that out. Um, and on to a final note. For those of you who don't know me, I am the self-appointed second member of Bobby's Rogues Gallery on Doctor Who cast. With no BG on the show to be the Joker to Bobby's Batman, I'd like to submit my name for the position of Nemesis in Chief for the Talking Comic Books podcast. I believe I'm a strong candidate and will be suitable to foil for Bob, Bobby in a weekly battle of quips and one-liners. My background in theater also gives me the power to monologue during moments before implementing the death trap to give the hero enough time to escape, and therefore allowing a weekly series of battles. And yes, a death trap is in the works. Dates to be announced. Do we know you, this person? Do you we will know this person? He, he's you a, will rue the day, Raj. Yes, he's a listener rue of Doctor Who Cast. <laughs> he's a listener of Doctor Who Cast. Um, and he is my nemesis there as well. So he's crossing he over to universes. Raj! He is. Well, well, <laughs> that is intense. <laughs> He's I'm he's intimidated putting, by you, Raj. He's putting an application in. Yeah, we have, very, to, we have to review. We got lots of resumes in. That being said, anyone else who wants to be appointed the chief nemesis of uh, the comic book podcast, please. Yeah. Info at Talking Comics. I my own worst enemy. <laughs> what did you say? I always thought I was my own worst enemy. <laughs> well, maybe you're a multiple personality. You're a schizophrenic. There you go. So you're also a hero and a villain. Um, Is there a part of me that's John Cusack and another part of me that's Amanda <laughs> Pete? Oh wow! That's how's that for random movie reference? It's like Amanda P. (laughs) Are you like uh, the three from Adaptation? Yeah, part of you is also Rebecca De Mornay. Just so you know, (laughs) Brad. Exactly the sexy part. (laughs) Um, My left. Well, thank you, thank you, Raj. Thank you, Raj. Um, Next up, we have an email from Samuel Moon. Um, M O O N. That spells correspondence. Uh, I guess I will start by telling you my comic book history. I used to be in the Big Brothers program, and my Big Brother used to take me to the LCS and give me one dollar to buy comic books from the from the ten cent long boxes. I usually got Spider Man. He's the only Marvel character I really enjoy reading. I'm mostly a DC guy. Recently, I, I recently I've been reading a lot of stuff for the first time, like Identity, Infinite, and Final Crisis, as well as Blackest Night and Brightest Day. I really enjoyed your DC New 52 coverage. Unfortunately, I didn't have the finances to get all the 52, but I really want them all, so I guess it worked out... But I didn't really want them all, so I guess it worked out for the best. The books I got were Justice League, loved it. I will stick with it as, as long as Johns and Lee are on it. Action Comics, um, I had never read anything by Grant Morrison before this comic. It was awesome. Superman is my favorite superhero, and he's doing a great job reinventing the legend. Detective Comics was really good. Then I got the cliffhanger. That sold it. Detective is on my pull list. Um... Aquaman, I never thought I would be getting to Aquaman on a regular basis, but Jeff Johns made it a must-read. Um, he liked he liked Batman the Dark Knight and Batman and Robin, but he's going to stick with Detective as his Batman book. Um, he thought Flash number one was kind of boring. You should read Flash number two, Sam, if you thought that, because Sam, because uh, Flash number two is awesome. Uh, he's really loving DC Universe Presents, Dead Man. 
and, yeah. yeah, and he's got a bunch of. He's also reading um, uh, Grifter, Justice League International, Wonder Woman, Superman, and Superboy and Supergirl. Um, he's also reading Lock and Key, which is uh, written by Joe Hill, who's uh, Stephen King's son. Um, oh. Yeah. So for the, real? Yeah, for real. Nice. Yeah, yeah. Um, he's only thirty. He's uh, there's only thirty six issues, and he's twenty six issues in, and he loves it. He thinks it's amazing. Um, and you said that he thinks Scott, uh, he thinks Fox really screwed the pooch when they decided to not go past uh, the pilot for the television show. They made a pilot for it. They didn't pick it up. Um, so thank you to Samuel Moon. Thank you, Samuel. And to Raj. Uh, if you have any questions or comments, send them to info at talkingcomicbooks.com. All right. So um, before we get on out of here, there are comic books coming out uh, Wednesday, which is my, maybe tomorrow. Maybe Every today. Every week. Every week they come out. I, I don't understand. Somebody Every should really do a podcast. Wednesday's a party. It's true. Somebody should really do a podcast about comic books. I would listen to that. And talk about them. Maybe they can call it the comic book podcast. Hey, hey. Brought to you by Talking Comics. At Talking Comics on Twitter. All right. So, um, we're going to go through all the new releases, but we'll go through some, uh, some big stuff. N- not in the DC Marvel world. Uh, Kevin Smith's Bionic Man, number four, is coming out. So, I'll be picking it up, and you can look for a review of that on the site this week um and uh walking dead is also coming out um from image um which i don't think any of us are reading so i I, I lost track around volume 12 and i haven't been able to pick up the other uh the other trades it's just a a mountain to climb it is a mountain to climb um a glorious mountain (laughs) i mean i'm in in y land when uh i'm not reading you know, assigned materials. Why, Why the, the last, last man? man? But it, it's already ended, so it's not really like review, I guess, worthy. I have to it, read that. I keep hearing. I I think three people have given it to me, it's and I haven't picked it up yet. I still haven't read the one that you gave me that first night I came <laughs> oh, here. Really? It's still there. I don't know why I haven't <laughs> gotten to it yet. Um, and also, um, a smaller note: a book called Severed, which is uh, by Scott Snyder, who is writing Batman and Swamp Thing, is coming out. It's a part four of seven. Yeah, uh, he's a really cool author, and it's a it's a cool book. I just read issue one actually this month. Um, so onto the big stuff. Uh, we'll do Marvel first. It's a very long list of comic books. All right, here we go. Um, we have Amazing Spider-Man number six seventy four, which is obviously probably very easy to get into since it's six seventy four. Yeah. Uh, um, Avengers nineteen. Uh, Avengers Academy, number 22. Um, Avengers Origins, Luke Cage. It's, that's a one-shot. Um, we have a Captain America, number four. Um, Deadpool, number 46. Some Fear Itself uh, Fallout books, uh, 7.3s. Uh, I Am Captain America, number one, which is another uh, another one-shot. Um, Incredible Hulk, number two, which uh, is obviously number two, the Incredible Hulk, Hulk book that Brad and I read, which we didn't understand. Allegedly, number two. And allegedly, number two. Allegedly, number like 6,000. Most likely. Um, and uh, we have uh, Ultimate Comics Doomsday, which is a trade paperback um, and, a, and a couple uh, variant covers. And Ultimate X-Men number three is coming out as well. Um, sorry, I don't know why I made that voice. But I did. It was a good one, though. So deal with it. <laughs> it, it happened. Three. DC Comics. Uh, we have Batman number three, which I'm super excited about. Yes, yes. I'm also very excited about that Because that book is awesome. Birds of Prey number three. Uh, Brian, that's your it, book, right? Yep. Um, we'll see if it's still my book. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Blue Beetle number three. Also, we'll see if it's still my book after this week. Uh, uh, book of the week, Captain Adam number three. Right, Brian? Gar- oh, man. Probably guaranteed the last time I'll read that. <laughs> 
Catwoman number three? Yes. More superhero porn? Sexy time. Hey, man, things are getting good in that book. I can't wait. Uh, DC Universe Presents number three. Yeah. Dead man still in that book, right, Still dead. Still dead. (laughs) Still dead man. (laughs) In issue four, just man. Just man. He's a man. Uh, Green Lantern Corps number three? Uh, That will probably be the last time for that. We shall see, though. Uh, We got Justice League number three coming out, so I think we're pretty excited about that. Um, Some superhero team-up action. Uh, Legion of Superheroes number three, just as important as Justice League. Also, probably the last time I'll read it. Um, Nightwing number three. I will probably... Never mind. (laughs) You really like that book. I was going to say I was going to glue the pages together, but then I forgot I was reading it digitally. (laughs) (laughs) So Um, then I'm not going to waterlog my phone with man juice. Whoa. (laughs) Okay. Uh, save it for Red Hood and the Outlaws, number three. Which I will... will <laughs> fuck, a rock. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, a rock. fuck a rock while I read that. Fuck a rock. <laughs> it was uh, all that I could do. Oh, like a rock. <laughs> uh, Supergirl, number three, which I'm super excited yes. about. Super excited about Supergirl. Uh, Stop it. Wonder Woman, number three. All right. Uh, and uh, that's it for the really big stuff. Um, so that's what's coming out this week. Uh, you can look for all the reviews uh, this week of those books on TalkingComicBooks.com. Email us at info at TalkingComicBooks.com. Follow us on Twitter at TalkingComics. And also, um, subscribe to us on iTunes. You can search for Talking Comics or the Comic Book Podcast. Please subscribe. You never hit the button again. Boom, boom. You'll get it every time it comes out. Um, also, review us on iTunes. Uh, it really helps us with kind of um, our standing in, the, in there. And we really like to read uh, your feedback on the show. Um, is there, did I miss anything, Brian? No, I think you're good. I just, uh, you, know, you know, we were talking earlier about you know, you can't subscribe to Action Comics, but you can subscribe to the Comic Book Podcast. Yes, you can. We have the technology. <laughs> we can rebuild him. Yes, it's true. Um, so I think that's our show for this week. So right. I've, I do have something to say to you, Bobby, that might make, make you feel a little bit better. About, I was feeling bad? No. <laughs> well, the, the other night we were talking because you, you have the long Halloween I do, which I read. Right, and I, I let you borrow Dark Victory. Yes. And then you said to me, there's also Haunted Night. It's true, I Kate. did say that. Right. And I was like, what? No! <laughs> like, there's this thing that's out there that I don't know about. Uh, I researched it, and it is actually just the collection of the three one-shots that preceded the one Ah, uh, Good to so they, know. Yeah, they published it after as a, as a trade. Good but- to know. But so, it's still uh, Jeff Loeb and Tim Sale, right? Yes, and they're and they're all excellent stories. But I, I guess it was really more good news for me. Yeah, it's been I, making you feel better because you've already read them. Yes, yes. Bobby, let me tell you some news that's good for me. <laughs> this How thing are you I, doing? <laughs> yeah, exactly. All right. So that, that now is that our show? Can we can we finish the show, Brian? Yes. Now is yes. that our show? Can we say goodbye? Do you have anything else to say, Brian? You want to interject anything else? Did you have a, did you a cup of coffee this morning or something? <laughs> It was, it was a little rainy outside. Yeah. All right. So that is our show for this week. For Steve. Only you can prevent forest fires. Brian. Like a rock. Brad. I bought my last Harry Potter Blu-ray last week. I've been Bobby. Have a great week, everybody. I'm sad. I'm sad.